You're listening to Corporate Multiplayer. The official podcast of the 401 Game Zone. Hello and welcome to another Full on Game Zone official podcast of Cooperative Multiplayer Live. And uh, I am your host, Sean Garmer, and joining me today, as usual, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. Well, I mean, it's been a little bit. Uh, I think it's been like, almost like a week and a half now. And I wake up this morning, and there's more. <laughs> Stuff about the NX, it just seems like it's never going away. Um, and it probably won't until Nintendo finally decides, well, we got to do something to talk about it. Uh, I mean, it seems like, like I've been hearing and seeing and reading stuff that apparently the week of GDC is when they're going to do, which is the Game Developers Conference, if you're not up on uh shorthand uh, that they're going to do a direct which will officially announce whatever the NX is. We may not get any games until E3, but that's when they're going to do it. Just, do you think it needs to happen earlier? Or do you think March is is about a fair enough time if you're wanting this thing to come out in November, December? Uh, March is probably fine because, uh, I mean, these people are like, talking about it so far, like freaking out about the little, littlest thing. Uh, it's just a matter of like if it if it's gonna uh, hold up to scrutinization or not, or if it'll be at least as powerful as the PS4 and Xbox One. Because if not, they're in trouble. I mean, that's one of the new rumors is that it's supposed to be able to run. Uh, in uh, 900p, obviously HD, uh, but there's even bigger ones that, if it's anywhere near possibly true, I mean, we're looking at something that could absolutely break down barriers of gaming as far as, I don't know that anybody else would do it, but if they do do it, it feels like Nintendo just kind of saying, we know Microsoft and Sony are going to beat us in the everything else department, but why not try to use what they have and let you just play whatever? Somehow I feel like some of these rumors are a little bit going too far on the deep end. Well, yeah, they're all rumors. I mean, I wouldn't hold too much speculation in it because look at past rumors for consoles and stuff like that. I mean... People need to see to get a grip on that stuff a little. Yeah, it's just I mean, so let's uh, normally we start with with the games we're playing and stuff, but we're we're start- So apparently this all comes from a GFK survey um, that is actually one of the official like partners of Nintendo. So this is an official thing that Nintendo has sent out, and they actually have pictures of it. It got leaked on Twitter, which. Obviously, Nintendo should know by now that pretty much anything's going to get leaked at this point about the NX because people are just really 
dying to get anything on it. Uh, one of the big things is that apparently, because of the way it's going to be done, they are going to have a free online service, and there's also there's going to be one that also includes a subscription, uh, very much like you know the way Sony uh, did theirs uh, previously with the PS3. Now they've made it where it's mandatory for you to do it for the PS4. You can it's going to have backwards compatibility. But the big thing with this uh, subscription, which we don't know if it's going to include this or not, there's supposedly a possible subscription service, which is something we've talked about a ton, and that Nintendo would be the one to be able to do it, which I guess would replace or sort of be like their version of the virtual console. Uh, it would include over 150 titles at launch, and we get changed regularly. Hopefully that doesn't mean that they take away things like Netflix anymore, like you just keep adding things. Um, but you could obviously buy the games from there, or you could rent them, or you could just pay for the subscription. So it'd be kind of like PS Now, but you could also have the option to buy them. And then you have a subscription service that you pay, which, and then they'd add in new games 6 to 18 months after they come out. Now that part of the rumor would be awesome, and that's one way I think that you can curtail some of this like okay you're coming in after this generation's already started if you basically take something that sony kind of already has but you make it better and nintendo has the back catalog to be able to do that so would that make you interested at all and well it makes sense to have kind of two tiers for their online because it's probably going to be more of a kid system uh because that's what nintendo does so, like, like letting people play, letting kids play like online for free would be good. And then having a collection of either like old, like Super Nintendo games or old like classic games or whatever they want to do, that that'd be good. <laughs> but as long as it's not too much, like if it was like ten bucks, that'd be fine. But if it was like twenty or thirty, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that it's all gonna determine. It's all gonna be about. The price that you choose uh, for that thing—it's—it's it's more about, you know, you can, you know, it, I, I would assume that they would have to keep at least the same price as they are now because those games aren't going up or down in quality; they're the same games. So, and it's not even like you know when you sell it, if you have the actual physical version, you can say, okay, well, it's the physical version; we can charge you more because these are absolutely rare; you're not going to find them anywhere. Whatever, but these are just digital versions of them. I'd imagine they're all going to be the same. Uh, so it's just, I think, you know, $20 is the most you can do if you really have access to play any of those games at any moment in time, especially if they're doing what we think. They're, well, it supposedly, too, I forgot to mention that this thing is even supposed to be able to run video streaming in 4K. 60 frames and 900p 60 frames when you uh, play, which would be around what Xbox One does regularly on games. So it's not high end like the PS4, uh, but at least they're trying to compete in that way. The big thing that's gotten a lot of play, and I don't know that this is the least, the far most far fetched one for me, which is the whole. It could work with other devices, including PCs, phones, and other consoles, like the PS4. Is it like Sony's cell processor, and they said it was going to 
that you put in the refrigerator. Yeah, it's just you, what I mean. And then the other one is that apparently there's a portable version. So it's not that they're going to have two consoles and the the thing that's your whatever your next 3ds is is going to be the the controller it's now that it's not even like the wii u where it's the tablet is a controller this thing is by itself and it's supposed to be able to do all this stuff for 200 dollars. and then there's going to be a home console that's going to come out in 2017 this doesn't make any sense to me as far as I get I look actually never mind. I get the point that you know portable is in, mobile is in, all this kind of stuff, but PS4 and Xbox One are showing that obviously home consoles are not dead by a long shot. You come out with pretty much the Nintendo 3DS version of it first and then you come out with the console, doesn't that kind of sound like it should be flipped? Yeah, and also like Nintendo sales figures, I think uh, I still think that their console or like the home console stuff dwarfs uh, the retail stuff or like the uh, the handheld stuff by right, a pretty game, large yeah. amount. By a pretty large amount, actually. Like the Nintendo Wii, they sold 101 million units. The 3DS has sold 54. Well, I mean, the Wii is one thing, but, like, if you compare the 3DS to the Wii U, it's oh, not well, even Wii, close, you know. Yeah, but the Wii U is a failure. <laughs> right. And I, but, you know, the thing is to... Uh, I think uh, what they're trying... I understand what they're what they're going for here. They're, they're trying to placate to that mobile market. They're trying to tell you, okay, here's... You know, we may not come out with the phones by the the, the phone stuff is supposed to come out. Uh, the first phone deal is supposed to come out pretty soon. Um, but I still don't see that as being this huge thing for Nintendo right off the bat, unless whenever until whenever they come out with the Mario, and at least until Pokemon Go comes out. And that thing's not even being developed by Nintendo; it's being developed by the the Pokemon company, and. Nintendo has a port, a part of that, or whatever. They're they're trying to say, okay, well, but man, to me, like if you're if you're coming out with the portable one first, that really just hurts all the Nintendo 3DS stuff you're gonna come out with during the year. I mean, are they gonna? Tr- is this gonna become another like? Oh, we have three systems really. The 3DS is gonna stick around and be something else. And then, oh, this thing is going to be something else, and you're going to have unique things you can do because it has a touchscreen and and all this other stuff. It's like basically a big. It's probably like a bigger version of the Vita or something. And then you've got the home console. It's, do you think this is smart though to release two different consoles basically, or you know, it's a bad move for them to cut out the 3DS stuff right now because that's what's keeping them afloat. And to cannibalize that market share, and go, hey, we got two now. We got two handheld consoles. It's like, no, that didn't work the last time. It's not going to work. This yeah, time. exactly. It did not work when you try to do it with the GBA and the the DS, because people just stopped developing stuff for the GBA because the DS was more interesting. But it's 
to me, I just don't see. For one, I, I this I I get that like when you've been a Nintendo owner, and this has kind of happened to me uh, before. I didn't do it with the Wii. My dad had a Wii, um, but I did do it eventually with the 3DS and the Wii U, and I did it with the GBA and the GameCube, and I had a DS when the GameCube was still when they were still making games for the GameCube. It's kind of always been understood that you have both consoles, but now it's almost like you're you're sort of require now it's almost like you're sort of requiring it instead of just packaging it all into one thing and saying okay this is what the console is. I man, this is just uh, I don't know. I, I again I see what they're going for because of the people that want to have their console with them, but some of this just seems a bit like. I don't see how they could do this. Yeah, like I guess we'll see in a few months when they get, when they release some more information. But it's just yeah, it's weird so far. I mean, wasn't this what the Vita was supposed to be? And then it turns out that it couldn't do it, it couldn't do the power of the PS4 and all that stuff. I mean, uh, you know, it's just. I, thought the, I always thought the Vita was supposed to be like a PS2, like a PS2 in the hands, not, you know, like a P, like they could say it's like a PS4, but no, it's just a PS2, maybe PS3 levels, if right. you're lucky, but that's about it. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, I, I look, I, I want to be... Uh, Happy for Nintendo, obviously, for them to release this stuff. Um, they, this thing needs to get out sooner or later because there's just going to be more and more reports until somebody finally hits on what the the thing is, and then there's not going to be a whole lot of announcement. I mean, I'm not saying that tomorrow they need to go out there and, and make an announcement. That's not what I'm getting at. It's that some of this is getting a little bit crazy, and you might want to deny or or something i just it's just these have been kind of the same reports mostly from the beginning of what this was going to be two different whether it's two different ones or the same console but giving you two different ways to play or whatever but this is a little bit different because it's not like a set top box for it but somehow yeah. it's supposed to be able to play the same things I guess you could do it digitally, which would go back to that whole, like, you may not have this thing that they were thinking of doing. I just... Yeah. Hmm. It, could there be a way where you could literally just... You'd own the game on both? Do you see them doing that, though? Like, where, okay, it's it's you own the game on both and you can play it on both? Or would it be two separate things that you own? They're just called the same thing? But two I different see, SKUs, I mean... I could see them own, you own it on both, but they'd also charge you more, because that's how Nintendo does. <laughs> yeah, like, do kind of like they did with Smash, where it's, what, $10 more if you want to buy it on both, or whatever. Yeah. It's know. not going like, to be like cross-buy, like the PS3 and PS4 stuff at all, because it'll be more expensive. It'll be it'll probably be like 20... Let's say a game, regular game is 50 bucks, it'll probably be like $25 more. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's also supposed to be some kind of AR thing with it, uh, possibly VR thing with it, and this just seems like, 
we're just trying to throw things at a wall. Um, yeah, that's like with the some spaghetti, of this stuff. Spaghetti approach. It's like, well, instead of instead of red, this new VR mode will be red and blue, but still no green. <laughs> I mean, some of the ideas are cool. Uh, I would hope that they do do the the subscription thing. Uh, because it would really allow them, and because we've said it many times, this virtual console thing being separate is crazy. And this would be a way to let them kind of unify that, and you can buy it on both systems and whatever. So uh, there's there's cool things in here, and there's other things that are like just like, whoa, I don't know that I can believe any of this until I see them officially report that. So we shall have to see, certainly. But uh, what if I haven't played anything... I've been having to do a lot of other things. I'm still getting the Game Awards stuff going. Uh, I've got about halfway done. I still got to do the pictures, which is what takes the long, doing all the logos and whatever, which takes the longest. Because all those stuff's written. It's just putting all that together. Hopefully, uh, thankfully, I'll have time now this weekend to finally just get it in there. Um, but what what have you been? I know you told me you got deep, deep into Fallout Four now. Yeah, I've been playing that, like, every... In the past, like, five days, I've played, like, 16 hours. Goodness. Uh, I progressed a little bit of the story. I got up to... I fought Kellogg, uh, one of the guys... He's the guy who takes your son in the beginning of the game. Um, and now I have to, like, go through his memories to try to find out where the son is at. And aside from that, I've just been... I've fallen, like, that game does you no favors when it starts off, because it, like, combat is bad at, at the beginning before before you have any good weapons, so it takes about 10 or 15 hours before you can actually start fighting back against anything. Yeah, I mean, well, the, yeah, the part that I played, like, until you get to the power armor, it was kind of like, well, I'm just gonna hopefully shoot these people and hope they don't kill me, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and even power armor is really not that good because it's, I mean, it's fun, but it's too bulky to, like, kind of wear, and then you can't do certain stuff with it. Like, you can't, like, use terminals and stuff like that. Right. But, uh, yeah, I've been playing, like, a lot of that. Uh, played a little Subnautica, little Rebel Galaxy, and Ark Survival Evolved, which I don't like at all. Why not? It's just entirely multiplayer focused like online focused and I don't like survival games like that and if That's... you try to play if you try to play by yourself it's like alright you load into the area you stand around for five minutes picking up crap and then like a dinosaur comes around, comes around and eats you <laughs> so how is that different than uh, what you do normally well, I would assume with other people, like, you can fend it off, or you have actual, like, bases to hide out in, or weapons. Like, when you, when you just first start off Evolved, or Ark, it's just like, alright, you're a caveman, pick up a few rocks and create, create a hammer, <laughs> or create an axe to try to get more stuff, and I assume it's, it's like, it's like Minecraft, essentially. Like, right. you, can, you can always try to, uh... Uh, sorry, my kid is knocking on the door. <laughs> Go ahead, keep on. But, uh... What? Like... Daddy, I, I need to put this back! Well, you could have asked me. Come Give me that! It okay. was in Bella's room. Okay. Hmm. 
she is determined on putting back her marker that needs to go in this, uh... Okay, put it there, then. Okay, well, figure out what you, where you want to do with it. Okay. Go ahead, I'm sorry. But, yeah, it's just like Minecraft. Like, you can always get into, like, an area, but with, if there's not other people, like, building stuff up around you, it's kind of pointless to really do. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, and in, in this game, a lot of stuff can kill you quickly. It's not fun. Ah, uh, I guess that's why it's Survival Evolved. Yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> want you to be paying attention to everything you're doing. And apparently the Xbox One version is, like, pure garbage right now, which is funny. Wow, after they wanted you to pay all this stuff for that on the Xbox One. But is it the full release now, or is it still that early uh, access still, whatever version? It's still early access. I don't think there has been a survival game that actually come out so far. Well, other than uh, Don't Starve, right? Well, that's not what I would... I mean, yes. I think another one came out that was, like, some space one that was like kind of went like kind of janky. But I'm talking like Rust or like the Long Dark or the Forest. Like Rust has been an alpha for like three years now, I think. Yeah, hasn't it wasn't the Long Dark one of the Xbox One like preview things too? And it's Probably been sitting in there. Yeah, it's just why do these things never come out? Like if just uh, because people are stupid and they already paid money for it. Ah. Uh... Like, you can, on Rust, Rust released, like, the alpha, or, like, I got on Steam on December 11th, or 2013. So it's still an alpha, or maybe beta at this point. But they are literally selling you items for that game, like cosmetic items. Wow. That's, that's grimy. Yeah, and it's not even finished. That's crazy. It's like, if you want to wear punk rock pants, you can go ahead and spend $5 to do so. It's like... No. Fuck off. Like, I want you to finish the game first. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, but that's what's sad. People will buy that stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm like, look at how, like, how much Minecraft is in development for, for God's sake. Yeah, but at least that thing came out, you know. Yeah, like, after, like, two or three years also. Yeah, but it's still selling. At least, at least people are buying the finished product. They're not just buying the early access version. I think this so. year is like the year that the long dark is finally getting its like long awaited story mode. And I, all right, great. <laughs> yeah, we shall see. I always love when they promise things and it doesn't happen. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah. So anything. Uh, Anything else? Or? No, just a lot of Fallout 4. I'm way into that right now. I tried to, I'm supposed to review Tharsis on Steam, but I can't because I can't get past a stupid tutorial. So how's that? Uh... Well, for the first three minutes it seems fine, and then I can't get past that. <laughs> uh, but, well, I mean... The, so what, do, what are they going to send another code, or what are they... No, I mean it's that. like a problem with like the like the program or something. Ah, like, it's a problem with okay. It's like, not get, you. It's yeah. No, it's like uh, I get in the tutorial. It's like press this button to roll the dice, and it has a big arrow, and the button is not there. 
and I'm like, all right, what do I do then? <laughs> <laughs> it's like this one game that I had uh, from, I got it straight from the developer on Steam, and he kept swearing up and down that I had to do this and this to get it to work. I was like, no, it is not working. I don't know what you're trying to tell me. It's just not there. So yeah, you might want to fix that. Uh, I don't know why I'm not seeing what you're telling me, but not seeing it. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of Nintendo stuff uh, that came out. N- none of it as big as uh, the, the continued NX rumors that I'm sure we'll have another slate of next week. Uh, supposedly there was this controversial scene that's in Fire Emblem Fates that is not in the Western version, has been edited out of the Western version, and I'm sure there will be a ton of censor nerds that will come out and go, oh my god, you took that out. I'm not buying this game now. Uh, shut up. Yes, you are buying the game. Just, uh, I mean, I can kind of understand what they're saying. There's supposedly this magic powder that one of the characters uh, takes, and she might possibly... Because it obviously gives you lots of different options to whether you want to be gay or you want to be lesbian or whatever with your relationship, right? So um, this potion or magic powder that she takes turns men into women and women into men. And so that way, I guess the main character is not marrying someone of the same gender. And, but... It also, like, kind of makes it seem like you're drugged because when it wears off, you can't marry the person until it wears off or whatever. And so they took it out of the U.S. version because it's they don't want controversy. Well, yeah, Nintendo's always been like that with certain games or, like, religious iconography or violence or stuff like that. So it's not that big of a surprise at all. I mean, but do you, does it, like, make you feel one way or the other? to have something like that in the game? I mean... Not really. I mean... If they want to take it out, it's kind of their prerogative. You can always buy the Japanese copy if you want to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, honestly, it doesn't bother me. It's not like... I don't... Th- obviously, if it was something huge to the story, they'd have to figure out another way to keep it in there, but it seems like something that just happens and it's a weird scene and then something changes, but it's not something huge. Uh, it, and that what's funny about this whole, all the stuff with the with the NX rumors is that uh, President Kimishima had actually come out and said, yes, you will hear about the NX this year, which is obviously stuff that they'd said themselves. But some of the other stuff that they talked about is obviously we're going to see the first smartphone uh, game, they're going to talk more about the theme park stuff with the Nintendo franchises. And then he kind of dropped this, like, very, uh, oh, there's also possibly going to be Nintendo anime, too. And, I mean, it's been a while since Nintendo's done TV shows. Obviously, back in the 80s when we were much younger, there was Super Mario Super Show and that terrible Legend of Zelda show. And, uh, yep. Captain N. Captain N, which was actually... That's one of those, like, it was so bad it was good. Um, and, I mean, they had the Captain Falcon, or the the F-Zero one, which... That's one of those that was just, like, 
so out there. Uh, but I mean, I, uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I have I one of the Super Mario cartoons on DVD. I had, I think, like the first two seasons of like Super Mario Super Show when GameStop used to sell DVDs. Yep, it's a Super Show. Yeah. It's four eight. Yeah. It's four discs, and yep. Yeah. I, got that. <laughs> I mean, that show is it's it was actually pretty decent for the for what it was. Uh, the the live action stuff always made me laugh. It was so dumb. And then, of course, being you know, being a wrestling fan, knowing that Mario's Captain Lou Albano just always cracked me up. So, uh, but I mean, do you do you have a certain show that you'd want to see? I mean, obviously, anime also allows you to be well. Most of the time, anime means you you can be a little bit more risque with. Uh, well, the you know the uh, the obvious pick is going to be uh, Metroid. That's like. That's anime already. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think definitely Metroid would be awesome. Uh, because, oh my god, this kid. I, I, uh, just don't want, I just don't want to have, like, the whole... Uh, okay. Uh, Samus and, like, the Zero Suit Daddy, suit, like, taking a shower. You're gonna go like, with Okay. Uh... That'll be bad. Yeah, I mean, it's just wait. Hold on, what are you saying? Sorry. It's just... I, I said I just want to have like Samus and is there a suit suit like taking a shower like they do in every. Uh, anime. yeah, I just. <laughs> I don't think Nintendo would allow that kind of thing. I mean, uh, yeah, I agree with you with the whole like you know showing Chun Li taking a shower, or various other. Um, animes that have, you know, those are usually not regulated by, uh, by people that are very, you know, children focused or anything. I, I mean, I think definitely, they're so, Nintendo's franchises automatically, all of them lend themselves to anime. I mean, and Kirby had that, Kirby was probably the one that most recently had that cartoon show. Um, that, was, that was an awful show, though. Yeah, it was, it was just. It was still, it was dumb. Like it's just, it was, it was very very basic. It was about as bad as the uh, Sonic X cartoon. Yeah, just which was terrible. Sonic actually hasn't had, you know, when Sonic's had them, they haven't been too bad. Well, there have been uh, there have been four. To my knowledge, there's been five Sonic cartoons. Only one of them has been good. Wow. And you all know which one I'm talking about, the old ABC one. <laughs> yeah, that's way back then. Um, either, uh, trying to get this, she has, you know, we basically my, my kid and I share a room, so she when she has to come in here and get, I had to get, she had to come in here and get her pajamas. She come in here and want to let the dog in here because he keeps scratching the door. And it's just like, damn it. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, uh, you know what? I'd love to see like a Star Fox. I think a Star Fox show could work. Um, Zelda would be a bit. They'd either have to uh, be real anime, like be very uh, serious with it, or they'd have to do kind of like what they did with the cartoon and let Link talk, and then you've got other issues that arise with that once you let Link talk. 
Uh, I mean, Mario obviously would have to be one that they're going to... You know they're doing it. I mean, that's kind of just... You kind of can't have a cartoon show without your main... Uh, and obviously, you know, Pokemon's going to continue with its thing. It has like 900 episodes or whatever over all the different series at this point. Pokemon will never die. Yeah, that thing. I mean, and it hey, it keeps selling. So, and I, I've, man, Pokemon Go might wind up being like the biggest freaking mobile app ever when that thing comes out. I mean, if it even works half as good as the commercial, Lord, I, I can imagine that being like the next <laughs> big thing that everybody has on their phone. Can you imagine like people going to like certain parts of their, uh city and going oh there's supposed to be this thing here and like then you see this just like conglomeration of people just descend onto this like park or something it's god well it's just gonna be like ingress for android i gotta drive over here to, cl- to close the portal on it and i'm gonna stand up here with a knife in case anyone wants to open the portal back up <laughs> <laughs> it'll be like no this is my pikachu leave it I own this park. This is Pikachu's park. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, yeah, and then we're all gonna like they're all gonna go over there to do some kind of a catching the certain Pokemon or whatever. I can see all that. That is just gonna be crazy. Um, so apparently they have actually come out with the amiibo functionality for Twilight Princess and. All of the good, you know, the Lynx and Zeldas and Sheiks are going to give you hearts and arrows, while the Wolf Link is going to give you a new dungeon, which we already kind of knew about anyway. So, Gee, I wonder, I wonder what greedy Jason brought that on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, you need an extra life? Go buy a Toon Link. And so wait, Ganondorf doesn't do anything for you? I mean, he got kind of shafted. No, no, Ganondorf deals double damage in the game. Oh, oh, is that what he does? Like, you receive double damage. If you use him as an amiibo? Yeah. What, so if you accidentally put it on your... Your, uh... Oh, wait, no, so you do double damage to the, the no, enemies? No, no, you receive double damage. So if you accidentally put it on your, your gamepad somehow, you receive double damage? Yeah. What? <laughs> okay. I think it's supposed to be like a challenge mode, probably. Okay, that makes more sense because, yeah, I don't know how you would accidentally. I mean, unless you had just had a kid that decided they wanted to put Ganondorf on your tab, on your gamepad. Let's see how that would happen. Um, you need to be able to like put Pac-Man on the on the gamepad so you can become Pac-Man in the game. And I'd, that then I'd be, like that game. That would be interesting. Uh, certainly, uh, Nintendo. I don't know why it took them so long to do this, but they're obviously doing it because Bayonetta is coming in Smash. Uh, Bayonetta 2 will now be a standalone game for $30, which makes sense. Um, well, I kind of. I mean, I just they should just reissue that Bayonetta 2 collection and make more of them. <laughs> yeah, but then, I, then they, I think they still have to charge you... At least forty-five, if not the whole sixty. I think that's yeah, but it's like it's worth it because you're getting two games. Oh, I completely agree with you. It's worth it. Um, like the, the problem with that collection is just hard to find. <laughs> yeah, because they didn't think that people, you know, they didn't reissue it after a while because, you know, it's not can't, their game. And can't you just buy that game digitally though? Anyway. Yeah, you can. I mean, that's another thing too. It's like 
once you buy these, you can buy these games digitally. They don't have a reason to keep making them, uh, you know. So uh, I was lucky enough to find a retail version because they happened to find it behind a bunch of different games. He had to make me a box and everything. Uh, I it listed it listed it online, and he was like, "Oh yeah, we found that yesterday and all that stuff." And I was like, "Okay, well, I want it right now." <laughs> uh, yeah. Paid about ten bucks for it, so totally worth to, it, though. I tried to hunt down a PS3 game at one of the Buzz Quiz World games. It took me forever to find a copy. I was amazed I actually did. Where did you find it at? A local game store had one for twenty bucks. That was complete. I was like, I'm going to buy that right now. Wow. <laughs> so I, uh, found another, I found an earlier one, but it didn't have that USB dongle. So it's like, great, you can't play it then. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. You kind of need that to uh, continue uh, playing the game. So, uh, Super Mario Maker is now past a million uh, games sold, if you only count U.S., so that means it's sold more around the world, I'm sure, uh, which includes basically their majority of their big-time games uh, that have all sold that many. Uh Pokemon Tournament has added a few different things. Now it has a single game battle mode, three difficulty levels. Um, you can actually, if you link two Wii U's together using a LAN cable, you can keep having 60 FPS. But if you try to do, when you play the game online, it only do the 30 because of the online lag, I guess, or whatever. Well, that's so. an easy solution. Go yeah, go back, go back to the old school, like when you played Halo on the original Xbox with I'm a sure LAN cable. Has, has two Wii U stuck together, so you can see two Wii U's, two copies of the game. You know, it'll be easy. Well, they're obviously assuming that a lot of people are going to buy this game, so I guess you technically could. But you know, I mean, you have to have assume, a friend near you. I mean, it, it may do well in the tournament scene, but I kind of doubt that most people are going to buy it. <laughs> You don't think so? I mean, it'll, it does have Pokemon, but it's also kind of a Tekken game. Yes. You know? <laughs> and, and it does have weird characters, like the Chandelier Pokemon. Like, yeah, it's not, right. like, it's not like a traditional Pokemon, let's say that. Yeah, it's not like Stadium where you had access to all the Pokemon. This one's giving you access to certain ones, and it's like, okay... It's easy. Mewtwo throws Pikachu in the volcano and then becomes Eugene Pikachu. <laughs> yeah. Or you, or you can use a Lucha Pikachu or whatever. And, just, and there's also support characters, apparently. Which I have no, uh, no idea how Magikarp is going to support you. He'll, but whatever. Well, <laughs> it'll, be, it'll just be like in, in Smash Brothers. You just bounce around the stage and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> just, I don't know how that is a support character. I'm sure. I'm sure they'll sell amiibos for that, though. Also. Oh God, you know, I'm gonna I, have to like. I, I'm actually surprised they haven't sold more like more Pokemon amiibos. Like just you know get all all 151. Of the I seriously out there. don't know if they're just waiting to find out that their system is like not gonna sell or something. But the f fact that they have not made a Pokemon amiibo game yet. Is just amazing to me. Like that's just a license to print money. Well, Nintendo's it's... always been pretty sketchy about uh, 
console Pokemon games. Yeah. Which is weird. Like, it wouldn't be that hard to do, I don't think. And they made like a, they made a few, but they haven't been like the traditional Pokemon games. But you could even make it like Pokemon Coliseum, which that was the closest thing they ever did. Give it a storyline. It's not the same thing. The battles don't have to be the same way. Yeah. And you just say, okay, well... Uh, and then you can make a 3DS version that is more like traditional Pokemon, and you can use the Amiibos instead of, you know, using... Uh, instead of having to catch them, if you want that Amiibo, you go out there and you pay $13. And, I mean, I know Nintendo... That's the one thing I think the only reason they don't do this is because Nintendo wants to be known as a company that doesn't make you shill out money uh, for things. And I, I respect them for that. But... I mean, you're, you're, I don't know what kid doesn't see that and go, I mean, if I'm a retailer, if that ever happens, I'm freaking out because you're going to get stormed by kids to the point where I don't think your, your stores are going to be able to hold them trying to get all these Amiibos that they, they come out. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's finally, you know, the Wii U's always last for everything. Uh, Minecraft Story Mode finally coming to the Wii U. Uh, so... Even though I would really tell you, just probably don't buy it unless you're a huge Minecraft fan. But yeah, the reviews for that one have not been especially kind. No, they they have not. They it's just been a kind of a ho hum thing. Just it's not been. It's not a not a disaster like Jurassic Park, but they're like compared to like Life is Strange or to like Tales from the Borderlands or even Game of Thrones, there's been like no buzz about it at all. Yeah, exactly. whatsoever. It's weird. Uh, so, yeah, and then Sega is apparently anna- just uh, just announced today. Sega is making a 3D Classics collection for the 3DS. It's going to come out April 26th, including Power Drift, Puyo Puyo 2. Which I know I'm sure you're excited about. Final Fantasy, or not Final Fantasy, Fantasy 2W, Sonic, Thunderblade, Galaxy Force 2, and Altered Beast. These will all be like remade, like 3D versions, so they're a 3D immersive experience, and you can get it for $30. Well, I have two thoughts on that. Uh, fuck Puyo Puyo, put, just put Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine in it instead. I thought you liked Puyo Puyo. No, I like it when I change Tetris. <laughs> uh-huh. like, I beat that game. I still don't know how to put, play Puyo Puyo that well. <laughs> uh, well, it doesn't help that it's all in Japanese, too. Right, well, yeah, play, yeah. Whatever. Of course. And also, uh, Altered Beast is a bad game. Altered Beast is terrible, yes. I have no uh, Why do they keep remaking doing stuff with that game? It's bad. It's... I would rather they put in like, a Kid Chameleon, like remake that'd be awesome or even like vector man that'd be cool so do another echo the dolphin yeah right echo the dolphin just that game where you just do nothing <laughs> Echo's kind of terrible too but at least it looks pretty <laughs> well yeah you can say that you're doing something with a you I mean you can uh you're playing as a dolphin that's always and the dreamcast I mean, one actually wasn't that bad yeah the dreamcast one was actually I mean, didn't you like? Couldn't you like use the microphone on the or something the same way you talk to that Seaman thing to get 
the dolphin to do stuff? I, Probably. I They've always toyed with that type of stuff. It's always been awful. Um, there's going to be a game of the year edition for, for Mortal Kombat. No surprise. And PC uh, players are getting fucked. <laughs> I could see, yeah, no, no PC uh, stuff. The uh, It'll be for the PS4 and Xbox One on March 1st. Um, basically, you're getting all the content that was in that's done as DLC and everything. Uh, pretty much your standard fare, um, as far as that goes. And The Witness, which has been that game that was shown at the launch event for the PS4, uh, Jonathan Blow's game, of course, is going to cost forty dollars for the PC and PSN. Of course, people complaining already. Indie game costing forty dollars. That's not. Yeah, but look at like yeah. something like the Catalyst Principle. I mean, they cost forty bucks. People loved it. Yeah, just you know, people like, complain and they complain. Yeah, so get a grip, guys. It's like if you don't want to buy it, if you don't want to spend that much money, well, a don't buy it, or b wait till it goes on sale. Like it will eventually. So are are you interested in this game at all? Or I mean, kind of, I guess. I mean, I'll, it's like I got it for like, for you would play it, play it, but uh, I don't really like to braid that much though, personally. Like, I like the look of it. I just didn't like playing it that much. I'm a big uh, Braid fan, but I don't know if this is one of those... I mean, this is certainly not something I'm going to like jump out and buy It looks tomorrow. a lot like Myst yeah. to me. What, Myst? Yeah. Yeah, is that the, and yeah, I was not a big uh, Myst person, so... I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, the big thing is... Uh, one of the big things is that they released a lot of info... It's not a whole lot of, like, important info necessarily, but they released a lot of info about the Division at once. Uh, they released information on the beta, which will be happening next, starting next week uh, for the Xbox One and PS4, uh, going all the way that, to the end of the month. You know, I may give that a shot. I'm morbidly curious about that game. I'm curious about it, too. Um, I don't think it'll be good. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you straight out, but... I don't oh. think it'll be good either, but, you know. I'll at least try it and then see how bad it is. Especially by the fact that they, it seems like they're taking more things away from this game than they are giving you. Uh, they are now stating that there's only going to be one borough of New York, Midtown Manhattan, that is going to be in the game because it's a one-to-one recreation. They did not say that they won't release other boroughs, but, you know, that might come as DLC eventually, which means you're paying more. Buy the season uh, pass. That's yeah. yeah. Buy like the season pass. Like with every Ubisoft game. Well, they're saying it might come back as an expansion pack, which leads me to believe that this is more like an MMO, uh, kind of like Destiny, not necessarily just like a shooting game or whatever, which would be a good reason why they've been delaying it. Um, I saw also the graphics got degraded pretty bad. That's not good. Like, it looked like people were, I saw some reports that was like, looks like Watch Dogs now. Like, oh boy. Because you know how Watch Dogs had that big graphical downgrade? Right. Like it looks like it's basically, they're basically doing the same thing to it. That's not good. At least Destiny looked good. That wasn't a problem with the game. It was yeah, just. Yeah, but Destiny also had a bunch of like very, fairly small enclosed areas. Right, yeah. I mean, it wasn't, you know, this big totally open area all the time. There was times where you're stuck in this 
small setting uh, to yeah. do this battle or whatever. And even then, there were still times where the frame rate went down and yeah, you know, that's a, I mean, uh, they are promising there's going to be free DLC, but that's always how it goes. And there's free DLC, so you don't get mad about the season pass. Yeah, but it'll the be big like, stuff will be paid. It'll be like spend your you play points to unlock Ezio's costume in this game or something like that. Yeah, exactly. And say, so, oh wait, how do you? Oh, I haven't even been unlocking you play points the whole time. Like. Really? Okay. And they also took away the player trading uh, as well. And that, I guess, could come back later on down the line. Uh, I'm still interested because the premise of the game seems interesting. Uh, it seems like something you could play and you don't necessarily have to have the other people totally talking to you. But, you know, we'll, we'll have to see how that goes. I just feel like this has gone so bad at this point that... Now, I got a yeah. feeling it'll be it'll be the opposite. You'll need to you'll need it'll be voice chat required, and you need to be as fake sounding as enthusiastic as people during the demos, or else you get banned for life. <laughs> this is not as bad as the one for Siege, where it's like no one talks like that. <laughs> yeah, come on now. Uh, the, another huge thing that came out. This, well, this was kind of weird because. Okay, so we, we have pre-orders for Hitman. This game's supposed to come out on March 11th, which isn't that far away. Then all of a sudden, Square Enix just cancels them. Just out of nowhere, bam, cancels. Oh, well, the next couple of days, oh, Hitman is now episodic. And you can buy an intro pack for $15, which includes Paris and a prologue. And you can buy other cities that he's eventually going to go to for $10, or you can buy the whole thing for 60 still, or you can pay five more dollars than you would if you bought 60, so you pay 65, and you can try it out for 15 and then pay $50 for the whole thing. Uh, and, you know, it's typical Agent 47 stuff. You can also get, uh, if you get it on PS4, you can get exclusive content. Uh, with that as well. There's also going to be a beta that's going to come out for PS4 and PC uh, next month. Do that, that, you like this idea? No, that game sounds doomed. <laughs> but like, like, doesn't this allow them to have more time to like kind of build the content as it goes on instead of... Yeah, but that assumes the content is going to be good at all. And if it fails bad like what is there like why would they continue like let's say people don't like let's say people buy this one thing and that's it but people buy them like they release like whatever city is going to be next but no one buys it well, you think they can release a third one it's like no they're just going to say well here's two cities and that's it especially because it seems like with the 60 dollars you're paying for every single city that they ever release so if it doesn't make any money then they're not going to keep making cities like you're saying so it's not like it's a season pass that they're making extra. They're getting extra money out of it. Yeah, it's like, well, you better buy it. It's like I forget the guy's name, but some WWE producer said that a while ago about DLC. Like, if you don't if you don't keep buying it, we're not going to keep making it. It's like, well, we don't particularly want it, so you can stop that. Make the game better, please, first. <laughs> then we'd buy it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it just, to me, this kind of feels like... Well, not to mention, look, like, 
you have to make more than just the Russia game, the the uh, or the the Paris location. You have to at least make. I have to say, at least you have to make three locations. Because if you're charging fifteen dollars for a prologue and a location, you're gonna have to make about at least three more to justify the sixty dollars. So, if you cut it off after one, then you're you're riffing people off. So that's another thing too. You might not get enough on the investment, and then you have to keep making all these games that are all these cities that no one cares about unless you pay for the full game. It'll be no, it'll, it'll be time travel. So it'll be 1847 in Paris in 1860. It's like Assassin's Creed, <laughs> but it'll still have the like the sniper rifle and everything. <laughs> <laughs> are you excited for Metal Gear Online on the PC? No, because I heard it got hacked like almost immediately. It was hilarious. Yeah, it's. I mean, what did people expect at this point? Like, it's called Cheat Engine, son. Like, it's always gonna hack that game. That's why I did it. That's how I got a billion credits in that game. It's like, yeah, I mean, they, like that whole game, that whole system does not work at all. And I don't know anyone who actually plays it and enjoys it. Uh, I just I have not heard a lot of people saying, oh well, yeah, let's just play. So, is there anything to, you know, do you put? Does this mean anything that uh, HTC is considering making the Vive its own thing? Like, why would why would there be a need to do that? Uh, because they think they're gonna make money off of it. <laughs> I mean, but wouldn't you make? just as much money for HTC if you keep it there? I mean... Well, it depends on like how well it's going to be supported, I would say. I guess, but... Like, I, I'm curious about, like, if, if you subtract the like PlayStation VR stuff, like, how many games are going to support every single headset? Yeah, probably not. Except for, like, Elite Dangerous, because that'll support anything. You can pick a Virtual Boy after that and it'll support it, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to think about it. I mean, eh, we shall see. I guess. I mean, it could, you know, if we keep talking about VR, I guess Microsoft eventually has to get back in it. They talk about that apparently the Hololens. If you're using it to play some of the more stringent stuff on the console, it's going to last two and a half hours. If you just use it to basically do office stuff, I guess it'll last five hours. Um, and it is totally wireless. Uh, they are not making a wired version, so you have to have Wi-Fi uh, or Bluetooth in your house or on the device that you're uh, working with it on in order to use it. So, yeah. Which should seem, be expected at that point. You seem to break, break it in half and use, it, use one of the halves of the scouter for Dragon Ball Z games. Yeah, and the dev kits also cost $3,000, so have fun with that. <laughs> don't think I'm... I don't know who, how many people are going to be investing uh, in that thing. Uh, just seems I, like... You know, the day it goes on sale, like it's going to sell out, though. I, mean, I know, but it's going to have to be... Well, I, at least they know they can charge $600 for it, and people will buy it. So, I mean, that's something... I, I'm excited about Danganronpa coming. You would be. <laughs> <laughs> yes, to PC finally, because I'm not buying a Vita. Uh, especially with all the stuff that 
you know, that entails having to get a memory card that only works on the Vita and other stuff. Now they need to port a Persona 4 Golden to the, to the PC, and then I'd be happy. <laughs> they should just port all the Persona games to the PC. Yeah. I can I can see them doing that. I mean, it's not totally far-fetched at that, that point to expect that to happen. Uh, it's, I guess, they're, they're greedy, and they're shameless, so why not? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that that's a great strategy, honestly, because... Um, you know, Spike Chunsoft themselves have said that these are not the only games uh, that will be coming to the PC. Now, after Sheeran and a few others, I don't know um, that there's a huge list of their games because a lot of them are mystery dungeon games that are a license that they probably cannot bring to the PC, like Pokemon, obviously. And, you know, I don't think uh, Etrian... The Etrian Mystery Dungeon could be brought over. There's a, quite a few others that are never have came here at all, and you probably will not see them on PC. It's just that's a little. The cool thing I would love to see is Spike owns Fire Pro, and Fire Pro being on PC would be awesome. Uh, so I'm totally a go for that. You mean if, Fire Pro Wrestling? Yes, Fire Pro Wrestling. Yes. Wasn't the last one of those a PS2 game? Yes. And PS2 after the PS3 had already been out for a while, too. Yeah. Which, it was still a good game, just on the PS2. Well, <laughs> so, oh, I know they made, like, a Fire Pro Cat game off of Terrible. Yeah, I had the G... Like, the first game I ever had for my GBA was the Fire Pro Wrestling game on the GBA. And it was not that bad. Just, it took me forever to figure out how to win at that game, because it's it was not... Uh, did not explain itself very well. Yeah. At all. Um... But it was still awesome. Like you could just make anybody you wanted, basically, on that game. Uh, I know, I, I know, you're not a big huge fan, uh, but that RPG version of Five Nights at Freddy is coming out soon. Even though he apologizes that he it's lost a... his computer or something. No, no, you're wrong. It's already out. It oh, it is. Today. Yeah, and it got like it's getting interesting reviews, to say the least. I guess the phone versions are coming out. What is it, like the early access, I guess? Or? No, no, it's just out. It's called Five Night at Freddy a World. How, why Why did they say February? How the hell does this come out today and it's supposed to come out the 19th in, in a month? How does that work? Okay. Whatever. That dude is shady. <laughs> that dude is weird. Seriously. Uh, yeah, like, he just does stuff. Like, then he complains that he lost his computer... And then all of a sudden, okay, now I'm releasing again next tomorrow. Like, what? Okay. Um, so EA has released their own Origins for PC. Or, or not Origins, uh, their own EA Access for PC using Origins. I don't see how this is going to do any better than whatever it's doing on Xbox One. But Well, I think it does well on Xbox One because once you sign up for it, there's no, it's hard to cancel it. <laughs> Really? Yeah. And also, I mean, it's a dumb service, I'll agree, but for sixty, for essentially 60 bucks a year, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's not, because you're getting what... Well, I mean, you're getting 10% off on most games that you probably either already have or whatever, but you do get access to other games, and you get early access to stuff, which... I guess if you're a huge like Madden fan or, or FIFA fan and you want to figure out if you 
want to buy the game this year, which I don't even know that those. I know FIFA comes out for PC. I didn't know Madden came out for PC. Uh, I, so did, I, don't know how, I thought yeah. it's been a while because I mean they used to do PC versions of game of games, but it's been a few years for certain franchises. Yeah, I think it's not even. Yeah, so I mean, but for the Xbox One, like if you wanted to find out if Madden was good or not this year, that's great. I mean, at five dollars to find out if it's good enough to do you want to spend sixty dollars is not bad. But I think for the other parts of the service, I mean, unless you just have not played any of those EA games, it's, you know, it's not bad. It's just not anything, like, out of this world either. I mean, you get, uh, you'll have Battlefield 3, Battlefield 4, Battlefield Hardline, all the Dead Space games, uh, three of the Dragon Age games, not Dragon Age 1. And... Oh wait, I thought for why do I keep thinking there's a Dragon Age one? They just call it Dragon Age Origins. I don't know why. It's just because they call the other one Dragon Age two, and they're confusing the crap out of me. Uh, the War is Mine, uh, FIFA 15, Need for Speed, which Need for Speed apparently sold really well uh, last month. That's depressing. Or November, actually. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. So I I skipped over this, but apparently uh, Black Ops 3, which um, already outsold Advanced Warfare's first month. Uh, This is for November, by the way. Uh, Fallout 4, Star Wars was third. Madden is still selling. And fourth, NBA 2K, FIFA, Need for Speed outsold Halo 5, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, and Just Dance. 2016, which the Wii version of Just Dance is the number one selling version. That's not surprising at all. No, it's not. But uh, I think the Wii U is the second one. But um, yeah, if if you want to play dancing games, the Wii is pretty much the the system for that. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm surprised a little bit the Need for Speed outsold Halo, uh, but I'm guessing that means the game's good. So. No. <laughs> I guess, no, it's not, and people are buying it, why? Okay. It just has name recognition. <sighs> people are dumb. Like, I can understand going to see a movie, but spending $60 on a game that's not good, uh, I just don't. Yeah, I got, like, pretty average score. It's, like, basically 60%, 70% like ratings. Yeah, but, you know, for, like, sports games and stuff, stuff like that, like, average ratings usually just kind of means, okay, it's not a great game, but it works for what you want it to, and... Yo, you still can't pause in that game, so no thank you. You cannot pause in that game? How do you, how can you not pause in 2016? Uh, because that one and the last one are all, are supposed to be, like, online, connected all, at all the time. Oh, okay. Whatever. So even if you even if you play by yourself, you still can't pause. That's stupid. Yes. Very that's bad, very. That's, that's a bad way to do it. <laughs> so like we're just expected to. Okay, whatever. Uh, EA. So yeah, uh, like let's say you're racing and your daughter comes in. It's like, well, I guess I'm gonna lose this race now because. <laughs> yep, might as well just drop my controller because it that matters. Uh. So, something that's interesting to me, because I wasn't too big of a fan of... I don't know if you... Did you play the episode this guy at all? What? Did you play the, the Final Fantasy XV, the, the episode Dusk Gay? Uh, I played it for like 
20 minutes. Okay, well... I, they I, thought, I thought combat was kind of confusing in that game. Yeah, so exactly. The combat being confusing, uh, due to that, they are supposedly... Now, okay, this is what's confusing to me, and I asked it as a 4PC question last week, and it confused some of the, you know, confused some of them, is that they do not distinguish whether this is something where you might play both of the game, of the battle systems in the game, depending on where you are, or that they're optional and you can choose between two of them, because they apparently made one that was slower I guess they're making it seem more like it's turn-based, and one that's the style that you play in the, the demo. The Monster Hunter one? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if they make a turn-based version, I'm totally for that. <laughs> that's, yeah. I mean, I, I can play that game a lot better if they if they do that. I mean, that, not that, that I, I got a hang fun. of it. What, go ahead, That'll sorry. be subtitled the Bros Before Hoes edition. That's <laughs> terrible. Uh, apparently, both gameplay modes are going to be in the game. Uh, the switching system is a key part of the gameplay that will be decided. Uh, it will be... I guess they're going to decide which one you... I don't know. The Japanese translation on this is terrible. But... Uh, I don't know. Again, it doesn't make... I'm going to assume what they mean is that you have an option uh, to choose between the two because why would you have two different gameplay styles in the game? That doesn't make well, I mean, sense like, to me. Uh, Typo had something like that with like the whole... like the actual battle system in that stupid strategy game. Yeah, but we... We saw how that worked out. It just... And we've seen how that normally works out for a lot of games to try to do two different things at once. Like, I mean, I, I think it's great if it's optional, but if you have somebody playing the same way, the like, especially if you do it the other way where you have them playing the slow way at the beginning and then all of a sudden, oh, crap, now i got to play like this ridiculously confusing super fast way. Uh, okay, I'm done. Like, you know, I, I mean, you can go from the fast way to the slow one, but there's going to be people that do not want to play something that's, like, turn-based or whatever, so it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I'd just be happy if they copied Lost Odyssey's battle system and, like, used that instead. <laughs> I've been so long since I played that that the I... The ring system, man. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, what was special about the ring system again? I you had to, like, hold the button in, and, like, the you would... The outer ring would contract when it gets in the inner ring, get a critical hit. Okay. It's not too confusing. I miss uh, turn-based games. Yeah, turn-based. I wonder if that succeeds if they'll do that for Final Fantasy VII to placate the people that are complaining that they do not want to play. I would uh, say no, because that battle system looked exactly like Final Fantasy XV's to me. Except you had more, like, item... Or you had, like, more commands on the screen. Yeah, exactly. So Netflix says that they are going to stop people from using proxies. Give it a piss off your clientele. I somehow I don't see that that's going to work very long. Yeah, it won't. Someone will figure out a way to take that away. <laughs> it's just... Well, yeah, because like different Netflixes had different stuff. That's why. So 
I yeah, I, cool. I, I saw that quote, and he's like, "Well, we're going to try to make it all equalized." It's like, "Well, you can try, but that's not going to make it happen." <laughs> you've been around for five years now, and it still hasn't happened. So, what's going on? Right. I mean, uh, what they want to make it global eventually, but I just don't see that working out. Rights exist, like different TV stations in different parts of the world, or like different networks will have the rights, and they don't want to sell it to you. So yeah, exactly. Just, they'll only sell you the rights for it to be watched in that country or, or whatever. And that's kind of the way it's always been, honestly. Uh, Person of Interest Season 5 will be airing in the spring. I know you're excited. I, yeah, uh, I got into that show. It was okay. Um, I still need to watch Season 3 and 4, but I, I'm, but sounds, uh, I'm glad it, it's getting there. Yeah, but it sounds canceled, so... Yeah, it sounds like it's pretty much like after this one. Yeah. Uh, after season five, it's it's done. Even though they keep doing that whole, oh wait, we're not saying it is. I mean, well, I mean, yeah. They'll probably, they'll probably see how well the ratings do, but they're not doing themselves any favors right now for that. Right. Yeah. Uh, but also, if they're like new shows, bomb. Like, why not bring it back? Really. Oh, but CBS like hardly their new their stuff hardly ever bombs. So. Except for I mean, Supergirl. <laughs> it's bombing? Uh, it's not doing well, let's say that. <laughs> like yeah. it got, it's got a second season I think it got a second season pickup, but compared to like their their other shows, it's not great. Probably because CBS, you know, uh, they appear to the older uh, generation for the most part, so What do you mean? Jeb Bush Jeb Bush loves that show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, they do have the like the Scorpion show I really like, and that's not necessarily has younger people in it. So I don't, I don't mean it's whatever. I mean, they have good sh- CBS. The thing with them is they usually give shows time, and a lot of times they think like Two Broke Girls was was really really bad. Uh, and now it's the, medium level bad. Yeah, today or I mean, now it's not so bad. Like they let their shows kind of breathe a little bit, and it lets them have time to make them better. So that's one thing I'll give them. Whereas NBC just is like, click. Oh wait, we only had two episodes. Oh well, I don't care. We're we're cutting you off. Like, okay, how's how's anybody supposed to get a show when you're cutting it off after like two episodes? Stupid. Um. I can't believe that I, I thought we were done with this, but apparently not. Uh, Chronicles of Narnia still exists as far as the movies go, and Silverchair is going to reboot the entire series after Disney said, fuck it, we're not paying for, to, for this to just underperform uh, anymore. That's uh, like, that's like, I'd be like, if they said they're going to make an Ender's Game reboot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just... So, plus, you're starting with the silver chair, and then you're going backwards and then forwards too. Like, oh, okay. Uh, what? Are you interested at all? Nope. Never read the books. Never saw the movies. This I'm is like. I'm surprised they don't have having be cartoons at this point, though. This is like always this big thing for like uh, like Christian crowds because obviously those books have those tendencies I'm just like I remember when the first one was coming out like all these churches were like we all gotta go see this movie all this stuff I was like that's why that, that, that <laughs> series is the one with the lion right yes the one with the lion yeah 
Uh, so they'll get so in this in the reboot they'll get Kirk Cameron to voice the lion. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> and, and it'll be like that those uh, Atlas Shrugged movies. So every movie will have a completely different cast for no for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, and they won't acknowledge it at all. Exactly. And, the, and the cast will get progressively worse as like with each with each movie, and it'll be great. <laughs> so. Fox is making a Hellfire series. Yep. FX is doing Legion. Fox is bringing back Prison Break. Um, Fox is also interested in doing a Rambo show. And their 24 reboot with no and Jack And the 24, Bauer. yeah, with no Jack Bauer. You know who they should get for that? David Hayter. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> but are people, like... Are people gonna? They should just like do it. Find a way so that it's only his voice. No, they'll have they'll have they'll catch an actor and put them overdub him. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they could have done that with Kiefer Sutherland. They could have just had him show up and then. Oh well, this is what uh, what we get for like the the middle of solid thing. Well, this. <laughs> Put his yeah. voice on top of you. And they might do Gotham spinoff shows. How? <laughs> like, a spinoff Which, uh, prequel? I guess it would focus on other characters. Like, I guess you could do one on Catwoman. What, What? the excited? It'll be a prequel of a prequel, so they'll, they'll dive into the backstory of Fish Mahoney. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. But that's what they're maybe those spin-offs won't necessarily be in the same timeline as Gotham who knows uh I'm sort of excited for Lucifer I saw the pilot it was okay it is a lot like Constantine though oh boy maybe I shouldn't get excited <laughs> and the fun like it's all it's almost kind of it's the same it's a different premise but it's almost exactly the same kind of style like charismatic British guy in the lead uh, a black guy who's an angelic presence who talks to him at, like occasionally and time stops uh, and then uh, like a woman who like uh, immune to his powers yeah and then they'll, they'll change the woman every other show too. and well the funniest actually they already did in the pilot <laughs> uh, oh man! But I think Lucifer. I, I read some of the Wikipedia on it. I think he has a his Lucifer's brother in the comic is Gabriel. He's right. like a golden golden haired guy. And I'm like, it, you know, if they introduce that character, it should just be Matt Matt Ryan in that role. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and apparently Jumanji is being remade. What? You know, there are some movies you just we don't need a remake of. Yep, you can't. You already you already hit perfection once. You can't do it again. <laughs> it's like, why was Jumanji like that big a thing that we need a new movie? As long as they like, get David, David Allen Greer back, and I'm on, I'm on board. Just, like, man, I love Robin Williams. That movie was fine with him in it. Like, we had the board game when I was a. Kid, like there's there's no reason to remake that. Just 
I, I enjoy that movie, but Sathura is a much better film. Really? And Sathura bombed so bad. Yeah, well, Sathura is made by Jon Favreau. And, like, ah. It's actually oh. a good movie, like, legitimately. <laughs> well, the uh, Punisher might actually be its own series now, instead of just showing up in Daredevil. Yeah, so. Jessica Jones got renewed, too, so... Yeah, I'm happy about that. I'm happy Punisher's going to get a series. Uh, I remember, li- even though the movies weren't that great, I remember liking the movie and the backstory of the characters. So, you know, I'd I'd want to see it. Um, we'll have to see. I mean, John Bertrand is a very good actor, so I'm sure he will pull it off. Uh, and I'm also interested in Matt Growing is apparently doing something with Netflix. Futurama, the next generation. Oh, man. Do it. <laughs> it's just... It'd be funny if that was that. That's exactly what he did. It'd be hysterical, actually. <laughs> uh, you know, Simpsons, Futurama, some of my most favorite shows ever. So, you know, whatever he's going to make, it's going to be good. Hopefully. Um, they're, in fact, even saying that because it's animated that they have to give him two seasons right off the bat. So, that's good. Yeah, because they have to, like, get... On like a regular show, that I mean, animation takes like about a like traditional animation takes like about a year to get work going. Right. Yeah. It's not like I mean, South Park it, where they do it in a week. God, that's just amazing to me how they do that. Just it's like all right, whatever works. I mean, it's it's cool how they can just get that done. And it's like all right, well we're done with it. Wait till next season or whatever. I, I mean, it's they must like really. Oh, because they do all the characters, right? Trey and Matt? Yeah. Mostly. Well, except was... for, like, female ones, but yeah. Yeah, see, they don't have to worry about, with like, with The Simpsons, where, um, you know, they have to go keep signing the the people over and over. So, yeah, for like, hundreds of thousands of dollars per, per episode. Friggin mil- yeah, friggin' millions of years. It's crazy. And then, and then have some stage when they don't get 350000 per episode. Well, hey, I mean, they've been doing it for a long time. They obviously know their worth. I'm not saying that they don't deserve some of the money. Um, Harry Shearer can go sit in Louisiana with his tinfoil hat and complain about the show constantly now. And then come back there again anyway. Uh, So, well, I mean, we have quite a few games coming out this week and next week. Resident Evil, Zero HD Remaster, and the collection of 1 and 0. Uh, coming out today or yesterday, depending on what system you have. Are you uh, wanting to get this? I mean, I'm curious about it. I mean, it's gotten pretty average reviews, but that's kind of just because like the original game is kind of average. <laughs> Mario Luigi Paper Jam is apparently not that good, but it's out there for 3DS. Uh, the first Atlas game of the year, which they are touting that this is going to be like their year. Uh, between this, the Odin Spear remake, and Persona 5, plus other games that they have not talked about yet. Uh, Deadly Tower of Monsters for the PS4 and PC, which is like this adventure game with one of those like self-aware narrators. Um, right. <laughs> and like the main character's name is Dick, so you can imagine... Uh, where the humor is going there. Uh, Darkest Dungeon is coming to PS4 and Vita. 
months. I thought it was like an early access on PC for some reason. Yeah, it finally got out at early access, like this yeah. week. It is a... It's been around for years. Freaking hard-ass game. Uh, yeah. Just be aware. Uh, it is When it says Darkest Dungeon, it, you will be dying. Uh, plenty. Uh, Blade and Soul, that MMO, that's uh, like set, and it was like huge in China, is finally going to be out. Uh, Move or Die and Stardust Vanguard and that Klaus game that last I read nobody had picked up for review. Um, and Homeworld uh, Deserts of Karak all, all have come out this week and next week. I'm kind week, of curious about that one, but I, I don't think I'd like it. <laughs> I have no idea even what Homeworld is. So uh, It's a strategy game uh, you know, like in space, but this one's uh, like on a desert. It's a prequel. Ah, decent. But it's also kind of complicated and hard. Probably, yeah, probably and single. It's, and, and it's weird that uh, the Borderlands guys do it. <laughs> yeah, that is weird. It's weird the Borderlands guys do that. Uh, next week, though, we have some pretty uh, decent games already. I mean, I know you're excited for Rise of the Tomb Raider coming to the PC. Well, I'm going to uh, get a code in. <laughs> Uh, Lego Marvel Avengers coming out for everything. Uh, that might be something I look into when I get some money. Uh, the Witness, also something I'm excited for. The basically Final Fantasy Monster Hunter, uh, Final Fantasy Explorers for the 3DS, which also lets you be known Final Fantasy characters too. Uh, Shadow of the Beast, which is one of those one of those highly touted PS4 indie games. Which I think is a remake of something, um, if I'm not mistaken. Crashlands and that Minecraft storyboat coming out next week. So, yeah, um, at least a few games that I know I'm going to be looking into. Final Fantasy Explorers will be a, unless it's just bad, will be a buy for me whenever I get the money. And I need to get Rise of the Tomb Raider for the Xbox One, even though if I buy that, I have no idea. What I'm going to do with the space on my <laughs> Xbox One. But, yeah. Uh, are you going to get Tomb Raider? or? Okay, I, I want to get the code in. Like, I'd like to not spend money on it. But if we don't, I'll eventually get it for like 30 bucks. I know you like getting the Lego games. so. Yeah, I talked to Adam about that. And there's probably already competition for that one. So, Are you... Well, like, me and you are the only ones that ever pre-talk to Adam about stuff, so if he releases that through email... I'll hunt him him down. (laughs) I mean, if he releases that through email, like, I'll just tell him, just give it to Mark. (laughs) Well, it depends, because I put in three games that I want. I wanted Tomb Raider, Lego, and XCOM 2. Ah, okay. Depends on, like, what we will get in because he sent out that one email a few weeks ago about what games are out or available and I was like I don't want any of these <laughs> yeah I know that's that's exactly when he, when I looked at that I was like uh yeah I'm surprised there's people taking those <laughs> like I, I heard Punch Club was good but that's about it <laughs> yeah I was sitting there going uh and then I, I looked at Klaus just to see I was like um probably not um 
if they used to get on those like Star Wars pinball tables for PS4 or or you know PC, I'd get that. Oh, because it was for Xbox One, right? like everything. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, and there's still I think he still wants like the War is Mine. Somebody nobody had taken that yet. Like I'd be curious in that one, but I don't have Xbox One. I'm sure it's out there for... Oh, that's that Xbox One, like, version, right? It's not the... Yeah, okay. which has gamepad controls, which is nice, since the PC version doesn't have those. That's weird. Oh, well, yeah, because that's what the controller in mind. Why does the PC version not have that? They just never put it in. But it's like, well, you have gamepad support in this one. Why don't you just copy it yeah, over? Yeah, why not? Yeah, just, just put it in Well, there. like, just like... Mass Effect 2 and 3 on PC don't have gamepad controls. Well, does knowing that there's going to be Civil War and Ant-Man stuff in the Avengers game make you want to... Uh, maybe. I mean, probably not, because I know the voice work could be terrible for both those. (laughs) Yeah. Alright, well, I think we have reached the end of this episode. You forgot the most important thing, though, the Battlefront 3 leak. Oh, that's right. I, I had not had put it in here. So explain this to me because you told me and then I still didn't see this. Some dude found a copy of Battlefront 3 on a debug Xbox and leaked it online on a Reddit for, of all places. So you need a debug Xbox to run it or like a modded one. 360. Wow. Uh, but this is the free radical game that they made ten, or five years ago that got canned. Uh, that's way better than Battlefront the new one because <laughs> it's all it's third person there are ships you can just you can go into space like at will it's awesome yeah and there's a lot, of, a lot of gameplay footage of it coming out now and it's a good it'll force EA to be to admit they're stupid <laughs> <laughs> or the, at least their version is gimped to hell because it's like look at this game that came out or that would have come out five years ago that did all this why does your game... I mean, it looks nice, but why does your game only have four maps? And you can't go into space or control control vehicles. It might have been one of those, like, Disney just looked at it and said, we want something that's going to come out, like, now. And it's like, okay. All right, we'll have to take all the stuff out of it, but sure. Yeah, but they always add it back in, but you know they won't. <laughs> No, they they won't do all that. They'd have to charge you another fifty dollars season pass for that. Yeah. <laughs> that is that, that's not happening. Uh but if I ever get my hands in a debug Xbox, I'm giving that bad a shot for sure. <laughs> all right, well um I think we've pretty much kinda covered everything. I'll watch now next like tomorrow some huge thing will come out. We already yeah. did the the podcast, but uh, so it'll be at some point next week when we appear here again. Hopefully, I'll have more time now to play games again. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, until next week, everybody. I'll see you later. Later.